Nils Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Jesse! Hey, Nels. Here we are. Yes. It's so hot. Oh, it's so humid. So humid. I can't... My, my, But the my, scents, the smells, the crowds. Oh, the, the colors, the brightness, the... Yes. It's, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's great. Where are we, Nels? We're in India! Awesome. We're not actually in India. We're, We're in, in India in our minds. In our minds. Because here, episode 46, we are talking about Kalagoda. Kalagoda, cool. The first episode... The episode? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. The first episode. That's what we're calling them now. Yeah. The first data pack yep. for the Mumbad cycle, yeah. uh, which is look looking like it's going to be very, very interesting indeed. That's right. Yeah. Um, so as a preface, sure. as a prelude, uh, neither Jesse nor I speak Hindi. No. <laughs> or Marathi. No. <laughs> or or any of any of the other myriad languages spoken on the Indian subcontinent. So while we will do our best Our damnedest <laughs> if we massacre any of these Indian names or places, uh we apologize in advance. Yeah. And additionally, so starting to look at this stuff, um, if I think if folks who are, I mean, either from India, have Indian heritage, or just happen to know anything about this stuff, like, have extra details about some of these cards. Because obviously, as, like, Westerners who have never been to India and aren't super, like, educated about Indian culture, like, what a lot of this stuff is and is in reference to, it's totally opaque to us. Yeah, it goes right over our heads. Yeah, so if any folks have, like, any interesting, cool background stuff there, totally, I, I would love to hear about it. Sure, yeah. Um, speaking of, so... Prior to like two minutes ago, Jesse, <laughs> did you have any idea what Kalagoda was? No, I knew it was the uh, expansion. In the good. <laughs> so, so what's Kalagoda? Did you do a bit? Of I didn't research? know either. But thank you, Wikipedia. Okay, the source of all wisdom and knowledge. That's right. Um, so simply, Kalagoda is a neighborhood in South Mumbai. Okay. Um, but apparently, it is like a major. Art district, cool. You know the apparently there's a bunch of art galleries there. You know the National Gallery of Modern Art. Um, every year it hosts the Caligoda Arts Festival. Okay, it's apparently this humongous like arts and cultural festival thing, which is pretty cool. But the 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 phrase Caligoda literally means black horse. Is that like dark horse? Like uh, in in Western culture, the dark no. horse is the one that you don't, you know. No, no, no. Okay. There's literally a statue of a black stone horse. Okay. <laughs> which is actually a statue of King Edward Seventh. Well, shit. Um, which is obviously, you know, built during the British the British colonial period of India. Um, so that's why it's called that, just because there's literally a statue of a black horse with a British king on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, but, to not mince words... We should just get straight into it. Yeah. Because there's some cool stuff in here. Oh, man. I, I, I got to give a shout out. I got to, we got a sneak peek of these cards uh, when Quinn's and you came back from Worlds. Yes. And in Quin- the hardwire. Hardwired? Yeah. Hard. I think that's the latest draft cycle. Yeah. It's in, uh, Quinn's brought, and we played with some of these cards in the draft decks he had. At, yeah. At, at, at uh, Lions, and it was great. So thank you very much. When yeah, Smith. it was cool to see some of these, but now we have we have all of the all, all of the them first there. set from Kalagoda, um, beginning with where do we begin? This seems like, this seems like a Jesse card. This is the best. This is the best card in this, <laughs> in this set. It's so this is like this card is called Run Amuck. It's an Anarch card. It's it's an event run sabotage. And we so, all know, you, so you're putting in your Tenma deck for sure. It's definitely, it's like three, it's like four of them. If I, <laughs> it's three influence and it costs three, or is, or you know, soften that with some public Both terminals because you're running amok all over the city. Make a run. When the run ends, trash one piece of ice that was resed during this run. Now I gotta say, recurring this card over and over again, man, it is insane because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna make that run and. If they're gonna res the card, they're gonna lose it. So even if it's a, if if it's if they're in the run, if it's a wall of static, if it's whatever it is, it's going away after this run happens. Yeah, because that's that's the important note, right? It's not when the run is successful; it's when the run ends. So if you use run amok and they go, oh god, I have to stop the runner, and they res their ice, well, it will it will end the run. It will stop you. 
but that ice just also is immediately trashed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and what's what's interesting is this actually screws with totally with like a corporation like math basically. Like yeah. The way, so they'll like res it and it'll go away and then they'll just run it again. Okay. So do do I not res it and let them through? So so Ooh. it wastes run amuck. Yeah, and then they but do deja vu and go again. Yeah, but if they're doing that like on an agended remote, you can't really like if someone did this to you on one of your centrals and you were going to lose one of your good, really good pieces of ice. It's like okay, just get in. I might just let them go in Come for on. one access. But you know, if they're doing it with with like imps installed or they're building up counters on medium or something, you don't really want to do that. Yeah. So what it, it feels like a it feels like a, a an anarch style card with like the power of blue events. Yeah. It's a very very cool card. Yeah. And yeah, so it's going in it's going in ten by like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And because the, the the runner does if for some weird reason like multiple pieces of ice were rezzed, the runner gets to choose which one of those gets trashed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so if like, it's like pop up into a toll booth, you're like, the toll, the toll booth, booth goes, goes away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So crazy card. Uh, again, like talk about early pressure. Yeah. That 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 single server. You wanted to sneak out something. You wanted to sneak out that yep. that atlas. You want to sneak out something. It's not gonna. Yep. Not gonna get through. Cool. It's pretty cool. What about next? We have the Remujan Reliant. 551 550 BMI BMI is a brain machine interface sure I, I, no I, I I think it was something like that brain. oh really yeah okay sure so, so we got, I so believe we got, you so we got two kids chowing down on some cereal chowing down on some maybe dinosaurs puffs yeah. dino puffs dino, dino puffs dino and, puffs and they got something hooked into their brain yep because I think they're kind of outsourcing like neural networks is maybe that, is that what's kind of happening yeah they might be like distributing some computing they might just be like you know seti at homing these kids <laughs> yeah. so, so, so what does this card do so what it does um and it's it's uh it's hardware yeah it costs one credit to install it's anarch it's only one influence and it has a very important subtype yep that is consumer grade consumer we'll get to that grade. in a minute yep so what you can do is you can trash Ramajan Reliant, and you prevent up to X net or brain damage. Whoa. You trash cards from the top of your stack equal to the number of the damage prevented. So basically, the damage comes out of your stack instead, instead of, your of out of your grip. Okay. Uh, and X, you can prevent up to the number of copies of Ramajan Reliant that are installed, including the one you just trashed. The Which means, hypothetically, you'd be capped at only six brain damage. Because that's... I, I only three. Because... Very important part of but, consumer grade. Is yes. The distinction there is that consumer grade is not limited to three per deck, but to six per deck. Right. So this means like the flavor of this is that it's so abundant. Yeah, exactly. It's we consumer can, grade. It's just everywhere. Everywhere. So you're going to be having it. So, so Nels, answer me this. I have Bagbiter installed and I've drawn my whole deck. I have nothing in my stack. Yep. And I have five Ramajan Reliance out. And I get dealt five brain damage. Can I just scoop that and I don't, like, it doesn't trash anything? If I have an empty stack, mm, it's fine, right? I don't I lose the game. I still I still prevent damage. So I don't know. See, that, that was my only question with this card. Yeah, I imagine if, so. If I've drawn my whole stack, I, I don't have anything to, yeah. to, to, to trash, but I still prevent it because I have a bunch of kids hooked up to a machine. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, okay. There'll probably be, like, a fact about that just to be totally clear, but I imagine so because it's not like... For every card trashed off the top of your stack, prevent a damage. It just says prevent the damage. Yep. And then in addition to that, you got to trash these cards. But if you have nothing left to trash, well, you just had nothing left to trash. Yeah. So I think you can't you you, you can't stim hack. You can't prevent that. No, nope, because that's that's straight up unpreventable. How about um, stim dealer? Does that take a brain? Unpreventable? I, oh, I forget. I don't remember if can, stim dealer is unpreventable or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. But th- th- there are some ways that the corp can deal brain and net damage to you. The yeah. runner cannot deal net damage to himself. Not yet. Or herself. So not yet. Yeah, I, I, kind of a weird card. Interesting. I, I love the idea of consumer grade. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of. A I mean, the flavor. one nice thing, you, like if you're if you're especially vulnerable to damage for some reason, you can pack these. But if you face a corporation like you know your HB or whatever that you know, okay, they're not going to be dropping any net damage. If you had a bit of a thicker deck, like you were playing Valencia or something, and you had Paige Piper, yep. you can install one of these, trash Clear the other off. five, like that. and then it's just like five card draw, except you know that every card left in your deck is going to be better. Oh, I like that. That's cool. That's yeah, kind of interesting. You actually use consumer grade in Paige Piper. She's like, yeah, this is just, this is just consumer grade bullshit. Yeah, we this is garbage. Get rid of it. That's great. It's, uh, it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. So that can be interesting. But yeah, I mean, I think outside of... 
if you're super vulnerable to damage, that might not be a bad idea. Otherwise, it's a little bit hard to be like, I guess you could kind of do the same weird thing with Replicator, right? Yeah. <laughs> you like grab a whole bunch and then either toss them or like sell them to Aesop or whatever. Sure. There may be some interesting synergies there that's not just preventing damage. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Neat. Well, what Neat else do we got? Well, we got this cool card from the Anarchs again called Street Magic. Mm. And Street Magic is a resource, a virtual resource, so our, our good friend Apex can use this. There you go, that's right. Uh, install zero cost, influence one, unbroken subroutines resolve in the order of your choice. A.K.A. Archer, you got nothing on me. Oh, Archer just becomes a crazy end the run. Yep. Uh, little engine. Sorry, I just <laughs> gained money then ended the run. Give me five credits me five then credits. end the run. <laughs> so a very a, a very powerful, but again, very specific right. resource here for my good friends. Yeah, it, it basically, it, it makes it much easier to face check a lot of those combo ice where it's like, do a bunch of nasty crap and then in the run. Obviously, it's like, you know, against your Cortex locks and your Oroclatanas and stuff or your Coma Inus or whatever. Doesn't really help you. Nope. But against the stuff where it's like, whole bunch of bad crap. And, and in the run, you're just like, I'll just end the run. Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. So it's, it's not those really cool, like uh, you're running, you're running rigless. It's, it's kind of that, that, that danger, that danger kind of card that you can kind of like do some crazy flex stuff with for very specific pieces of ice. Rotor turret. Sorry. Nah, it just ends yeah. the run. It doesn't trash program then end the run. Yeah. Uh, it gives you a bit of safety without needing to like find a, find your century breaker. Yeah. Basically, right? Yeah. Which is, which is not bad, especially for, for Anarchs or maybe even Criminals. Yeah. Where it's it, like... It, it, is, it, only, it is only one influence. Yeah, the Criminal Solution is always just like, okay, if we'll find an install fairy, but then you're like, you know, you're always sad, you're having to waste special orders on freaking fairies and all that kind of stuff. You can be like, I'm just not going to worry about it. Yeah. Because I can give you the wham jammy. Yeah, that, 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 that magic. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, You have to tell me about... The next card. Okay, the next card is called... Because I know you're going to use it. Well, the next, yeah, the next card is uh, unbelievable. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it makes sense. Like, money-wise, I believe it's balanced quite well. It's called High Stakes Job. We got a great, cool, digital casino chip. Yeah. Uh, event run. Job. Cost six. Woof. Yep. That's big. Influence three. Make a run on a server with at least one piece of unresed ice. When the run ends, gain 12... If it's successful. In our friend... Pretty good. In our friend, Mr. Kentema. Yep. Uh, he's going to get one for this anyways. If he's running public terminals, he can... Bring up, the cost down even more. Even more. So let's let, let's say we're running... It's, it's perfect. The game's been going on for a bit. There's still that server with a spare piece of unresed ice he can get in through Eater or for whatever reason. Right. Uh, he's got three public terminals out and his ability. Knocking this down to a two-cost run event. Yep. Gaining... An astounding, jeez, what is that? Like fourteen? Yeah, gaining fourteen credits off one event. Yep, pretty bonkers. Pretty, pretty crazy. Of course, of course, it's got to be specific. The ice has to be unrest. Yep. But you, even if like if you've seen what it is or whatever, or if you got a big AI breaker, you're like, I don't care. Or if they did that thing where they're setting up the remote and there's nothing behind it. Exactly. That that feels like the time to use it, right? Where you know it's like, okay, they resed it, which is. Like, you might not be able to get in, potentially. So, you've like, okay, you did pay a bit for that. But, you also got a very important piece of information, right? Yep. So, now the corporation, okay, well, they were forced to res. They took a hit to their money. You know what breaker you need to fetch with festival order. And they, they do plug an yeah. agenda in there. Um, and if you are able to get through, it basically not only says that you won't take a tempo hit for getting into that server, but you might actually make some money doing it, right? Yeah. Like, that whole play of like, okay, well, I have, you know, like, Two Eli's and an Ash. And it's like, Eli's kind of annoying to break, but if you have some money, it's not that bad. But when you have to go in twice, gross. Yeah, you're not going right? to... Yeah. But if what you do is the first time you just go in with high, high, risk, stakes. high yep. stakes job, yep. you pro you know, you've... It costs you eight to get in, but then you get 12 back, so you can just go in again, except the Ash isn't there anymore, and you're like, yep, deal with yeah, it. So again, you need you need some you need something ready or a lot of money to get the high stakes going. Yep. But once established, this is a pretty crazy econ card. Yeah. Especially if you have anything that synergizes with run events. So either playing Tenma or public terminals or whatever. It feels like this kind of fills the same role as bank job, but is even better. Yeah. Again, if you have something that synergizes with run events. If you don't, 
Eh, bank job is also bank job is especially now that there's a lot of asset play. Oh yeah, bank job is good. Oh guys, and bank job works with Eater. Yep. Like you got into his dumb little server on the side, spent two with your Eater, but I know you can't. It's you can't access anything. It doesn't matter because you're just gonna be. Yep. Bank job. Taking your bank job money. That that's what's cool about the Anarch Kenma actually. Oh sorry, Apocalypse uh, Kenmocalypse deck. Yeah. Because you actually keep your bank job with one credit, so when it flips, you actually have more to independently think away. Ah, and draw back up. that's cool. That's cool. Because who needs a one credit? Just one credit. Just one credit. Whatever. So it looks like Criminals also got a Sentry Breaker. Yeah. A killer. Another killer. Another killer. Their, it's it's their kind of their special. wheelhouse. That's right. Um, They got our buddy, Mr. Ricky Ticky Tavi. That's right. The Mongoose. Mongoose. I love this art. This art this is yes. beautiful. Yeah. It's like a crystalline mongoose, like just happily hopping through this like blood red. Yep. Oh, it's, it's, it's you know great. you know just off the edge of that there's there's a big old ugly maybe he's about to go chomp a viper oh yeah yeah except viper the code gate uh, or boris oh. or boris is or a century. what if one that strikes Caduceus. in the night oh mama <laughs> <laughs> what if it's the mama that strikes in the night yep so mongoose is indeed it's a killer yep it's three to install Oof, just one pricey. mu pricey uh, yeah I mean, it's a bit like you know Killers are always kind of expensive. Yeah, like, they got th- Those are the ones that are complicated to deal with, right? Um, yep. So Mongoose has one very interesting restriction. That is, you cannot use Mongoose to break subroutines on more than one ice per run. Otherwise, you spend one credit to break up to two sentry subroutines and two credits to boost two strength, and it's got a base strength of one. Cool. Um, I like this card. I think it's going to be slotting in for Mimic. I think it's gonna be saving some influence on our criminals. I think that could be interesting. I mean, it also like it does the exact. It's slightly more expensive, but it does the exact same thing that fairy does. That's true, right? Because like fairy, I mean, okay, sure, like maybe you could do some shenanigans to put it back with clone chip or whatever. But leaving aside like those kind of edge cases, sure, um, it's just as good as fairy, except it doesn't go away every single time. Yeah, and right, not, and nobody really stacks too many sentries. Yeah. maybe that can be a hilarious thing people start doing is start right. stacking and the run sentries, and all of a sudden it's like what? Yeah, but and of course it's only it's you know it's each mongoose can only deal with one, yeah. right? So it's like if someone does put down two sentries, you're like, able mongoose A and mongoose B. Yep, that's legit. You could you could actually um, run double mongoose. Yeah, this actually they, they, provides... they actually call it double goosing. <laughs> That's definitely what they call it. Um, but yeah, I think it's an interesting alter. It's like a legitimately interesting alternative to fairy where it's not yeah. strictly better, but for some setups, it might, you might do this instead of, instead of fairy. I don't know. I think, I think it's actually, it's an interesting way to explore that design space without just printing another killer. That's better. Yeah. Or is like even more conditional or whatever. It's like <laughs> this one, this is actually cool. And I, there, I can certainly see myself putting this into some, yeah, some decks, and and and, and it, it can work early game quite quite well. Yeah, it's and, a, it, it's and a, it, it's a little pricey to install, but not that bad, really. That's right. Um, I mean, it's the same price as Mimic, right? Yep. Except you know, you're not sad when you see a Cortex lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, we also got a new ID, a new runner, a very interesting ID. Yeah, this 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 ID is funny because we were talking earlier before the cast. And Nels is like, she's Shaper? Yeah, I didn't, because I saw the the power, and yep. I was like, oh, okay, there's a new criminal there. That's cool, because I hadn't seen the art. I just saw, like, a text write-up. I'm like, and I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. <laughs> right. So I'm like, oh, there's a new, there's a new criminal. That's kind of cool. Make sure your kill is better, whatever. And then I looked up for the person, so I'm like, oh, wait, she's a Shaper? Yeah, and so so who is this? <laughs> this is Jasminder Serene, the girl behind the curtain. Okay, okay. Um... She's she, a natural. Natural. So she no, no crazy no augmentations, no implants, no cybernetics. Just, just a cool lady. That's right. Uh, Forty-five, fifteen. So yeah. totally normal. Link, zero. Zero link. Okay. But she doesn't need link. No link is for babies. <laughs> That's right. Because with Jasminder, it's you avoid the first tag during each run. But what if I not per turn per run? What if I vamp you, Nels? No, no tag. What What if I code siphon? No tag. In the same turn, you just avoid those tags yeah, because I'm so them. slippery as Jasminder. She's she's the curtain is apparently tag proof, <laughs> <laughs> or at least tag resistant. At least tag resistant. The one thing it does that probably I am happier about than anything else is that, and I've I, to be fair, I've deployed this many times, feeling like <laughs> smug bastard, but. Someone puts down the data raven. Oh yeah. Put that goddamn quantum prediction model behind the data raven and you're like, 
All right, fine. I'll take the tag. I'll go in there. At least I'll get the, oh, you just score it. God damn it. God <laughs> damn it. Um, so the fact she's just like, piss off, Data Raven. I don't need your garbage. That's cool. Very nice. That's cool. That's um, cool. Yeah, so I think it is super interesting that she's in Shaper because obviously if, it, if she was in Criminal, like for some reason I weirdly initially suspected – like, what you would do would be super obvious. Yeah. Right? You'd just be like, oh, lots of counts, I'm blah, blah, blah. But with this, it's like, oh, well, is it maybe worth splashing a count siphon? Because people never seeing that, see that come out of Shaper. Not usually, right? No. Like, <laughs> our buddy uh, at, at Canadian Nationals did very good work. Lawson mm-hmm. did very good work putting... Account siphon into his shaper deck. That's right. And yes. Nobody saw it coming. No. Um, so it's like maybe that's a good strategy with just Minder, or maybe you should go with stuff like the, the code siphon vamp, vamp, like the single, the single tag. Yeah, because yep. there aren't that many things that give the runner a tag during the run that the runner can control. Right. But there's definitely plenty of stuff that you can just tell the corporation to stuff it. Right. So <laughs> Gutenberg, nothing. And Data it, Raven, nothing. Yeah, so almost nothing. You still got to deal with the token. Part. So if I hit a new team though, the run is over. So I actually have both tags. Is that right? No, no, because the run it's it's, it's not it's not like before the successful part. It's just like during the run, and the run is not done until the run is done. Oh, so the run it was me accessing news team, so I can take yep. one. Tag. You can take one tag. Cool. Okay. Which is which is also not bad. Not bad. Well, so I kind of like this because this to me feels like. Um, Shapers are like, man, these criminals like they're so they get caught so easy. There's there's, right. there's other ways around it. Right. And that's right, what right, just right, been right, and she right. her quote is mirror mode on. I'm assuming this is her speaking. So yes. she's got some kind of crazy tricks, tech. like some kind yeah. of like, you know, like tech that's going on that's stopping her in another way that the, the criminals just don't use is like, oh, that's for chumps or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Who needs that? Yeah. 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 It's a. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. it's not in again. It's not immediately clear exactly what to do with it. Right. But I think there's a lot. It'll be very interesting to see where people go with all with the possibilities. Yeah. But including. Yep. Let's let's talk about Jasmine. Inc- including one of those things, which, which is, is her own console. Yep. It's called Maya. Hardware console install three influence three. Two MU for three for three creds. That's pretty darn good. It's grimoire, grimoire style. Right? Yeah. Once per turn, immediately after you access a card from R and D, you may add that card to the bottom of R and D. If you do, they caught you. So take one tag. Of course. But you. I'm just Minder, so, so forget probably it. Didn't. Cool. So we got like a crazy pseudo impish ability built into a console. Yeah. It's uh those. It, it's nice because like often when you see that it's crazy grid. Christian Grid, <laughs> Scorched Earth, you know, uh, Psychographics, Mid-Season Replacements, and you're like, oh, God, okay, well, now I just have to kind of play around that. Or if you're Anarch, maybe hope to dig it out with an Imp or something. But with Maya, you can just be like, I don't want to see that for another 47 turns or until you <laughs> use Jackson Howard. Either way, get that out of here. Yeah, so pretty cool. Like, like I, Also, even just the value of a three for two is pretty decent. It's, it's good at MU for sure. Um, but yeah, the fact that you can use it to... Kind of, sort of, give you multi-access-ish. If you make, like, two two runs on R&D, you're going to deal with the... Well, if if you're playing Jesminder, you have to deal with the second tag. But, eh, whatever. Um, what was, but the um, fact that it lets you bury annoying cards you don't want to see? Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, definitely. And, and remember, guys, like, if you spot a snare... It still hits you. Correct. So don't be a total tool and just oh well, just put it underneath the bottom, right? Because that's <laughs> not cool and that's not net running. That would be that would be poor form in that, that, that that's poor form. Um, the uh, perhaps the most talked about oh. <laughs> cards <laughs> yeah. in here. It's a, it's a, there was some qualifications delivered. Yep, uh, which were important. But I for think, a while, I what think a people mess. were being like. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to address the letter of the law, not the spirit. Um, but this is Panchatantra. Okay, Panchatantra, probably. Love. I love the art on this card too. Yes, super <laughs> cool. Um, but what this does, what this does, <laughs> is it is a two install, one memory, two influence shaper program, and once per turn, when you encounter a piece of ice, you may have it gain one subtype of your choice. That is not Sentry, Codegate, or Barrier for the remainder of this run. Right. So. <laughs> so what initially happened? People, so initially people thought it's like, I can put 
anything on there I want. Right. So like my 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 personal favorite was the wraparound, and you make it a fractor, fractor right. <laughs> with the subtype of a breaker. But right. Th- th- right, there was a bunch of hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, make this ice a region. Make this ice a console. Yeah, like um, there, there, there's a lot of funny stuff of like, well, what's well, subtypes can be anything, right? Oh, it's 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 a G mod now. Like, yes. So, <laughs> and then someone clarified that like you can give it one subtype. That, that is an, that is an ice subtype that has previously appeared on a piece of ice. Right. Um, so we can give it a AP. Yep. We can so obviously the biggest thing to do is you either give this thing AP or destroyer, and that means that with Deus Ex or Sharpshooter you can deal with it. Sure. No matter what it is. Yeah. An- another is uh, you can even give it a tracer. Take that gingerbread out first. A lot of people said that. Yep. It's actually maybe not that bad. Okay. I didn't. I didn't think we'd ever hear it. Panchatantra is not unique, right? That's right. We, um, we can have a bunch. We, so, you, so you can have all three, and then like all three pieces of ice. Our tracers is gingerbread your way through all of them. <laughs> Put that gingerbread on a on a dinosaurus. You'll never catch me. Yeah. Red, red, like someone res res as much as you can. I forget who it was. Res. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. So I forget who it was, but someone on the Netrunner subreddit suggested. The uh, the the proper terminology for gingerbread on top of a dinosaurus is Cookie Monster. Ooh, I like that, and I like that. <laughs> That's great. Um, so this I might actually try in good old Mister Professor, because you got nothing left to lose when you're playing <laughs> the goddamn playing professor. professor. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fact that it gives you like kind of a way to like if if you have you know if if your century suite is like. Mimic plus just mimic, or like you're hoping to grab the other thing with like, sh- like now you can basically make it so that mimic plus sharpshooter, you're good no matter what the other thing is, right? Yeah. Um, if you're because you're like, okay, well, I got some other stuff, whatever, but then that time when you like, you know, slam into a archer and you don't, you don't have sharpshooter installed or whatever, you can be like, okay, well, I'll make this into a destroyer or whatever, or, or you know, you have a lot of different options, a lot of flexibility with this. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the more unusual. Like, you can do stuff. You can actually combo this up with Surfer, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is really yeah. quite something. Can you? Because yeah. you make... Oh, no, you can't no, make you can't it a barrier. It's a barrier. Never that's, mind. That's the problem. Like, Delete that. But this is also a card that don't don't show it to new players. No. Because, man... God, like, no. <laughs> like, oh, I guess you could make... You could certainly make some ice a trap, but that An doesn't ambush do anything. Doesn't An ambush doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. yeah so it, it feels like the biggest ones are turning it into AP Destroyer tracer. or Tracer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that seems like that's the big stuff, but... Might not make old gingerbread bad, maybe? <laughs> Cookie Monster. Maybe. I like that. I like Cookie Monster as well. Yeah. Um. So now, uh, initially I was like, Artist Colony. Okay, well, that's just... I guess there's Artist Colonies in India, whatever. But now... Now oh. with Kaligoda... Makes way more this sense. This is the art district. This is the, the celebration of art. This is this is great. Exactly. So we got these, like a super tutor. Oh, yes. Holy cow. So what does the artist colony do now? Big cost. Oof. Big result. Yeah. Uh, so what it is, it's a free-to-install location, cost three influence, and you may forfeit an agenda. <laughs> Search your stack for a card and install it, paying the install cost to shuffle your stack. No, th- yeah, this isn't a special order. This no. is just blank. It is on the yes. table. So yeah, that's the one. The important thing to remember is this doesn't require an action. Nope. Doesn't require you to do anything aside from just burn an agenda. Boom. Card yeah. is on the table. Um, and it doesn't go away. Yes. It hangs out. You yes. hang out as this beatnik in the art artist exactly. Art so this is. I think this is the runner's version. Uh, not the runner's. The shaper's version of either frame job. Yep. Or data dealer. That's right. Yeah. Where with this one is, except unlike both of those, which require a click, or in the case of freaking frame job, two clicks. Yep. Um, with this, it's just you drop it. It's instantaneous, and you just you are never caught in the lurch of really needing a card. So this lets you do stuff like, you know, the corporation is playing some Astro Train Fast Advance stuff, and they go install advance. You go, hang on. <laughs> My buddy Thomas Haas wants to show up. Oh. And they go, ah, because there's no cyber decks. There's no shenanigans trying to purge, whatever. You're just like, Thomas is there. And I also got the film critic. So he's just going to stay around. 
Um, I actually, I for, for before before our crazy voting shenanigans, yep. I was playing around with um, both Kit and Haley using DaVinci. Okay, cool. And DaVinci is act, like the fact that you can just trash it to install a card at any time is pretty phenomenal. And it's kind of building a soft desperado yeah view. Every, but, every time every time I make a successful run, it, any run. Uh, I, I think it's success. No, I think it might just be any run. Anytime I make forget a, exactly. And then make a run, you get one credit on DaVinci. Yeah, and then you can trash it to install for that cost. But with this, it's it's obviously the cost is much higher. Yeah, sure. Forfeit a freaking agenda. But it's also way more flexible, right? Right. And because shapers also have access to Fansite. Yes, Fansite. Which the, gives you a bunch of grist for the mill. You can also... Notoriety. Notoriety, you can take those you can take those news teams till the cows come home. You don't and care. Talk about flavor. Yes. It's like it's like, oh yeah, of course the the the, the man's clamping down on this guy. He's an artist and that's why the news team's always covering him. And that's why they Yeah, they these weird this, bohemians. And oh the fan side, of course. You know, he's crawling with fans. So yep. don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's it's very cool. I actually think it's the, it's gotta be the most usable. Um, uh, because Shaper gets fan sites. Shaper gets access to these like yeah. weird little yeah weird little ways to spend this card. Yeah, gives you zero cost too. Like. Yeah, it's um, well, it's, yeah, I think it's zero cost for it because you have to pay full price for whatever you're installing. Yeah, it'd be uh, it, yeah. it would be too much. But yeah, it's uh, it is definitely you can pull. It gives you a lot of space to work with, which is really quite cool. Yeah. Now it's not only a flaky artists in this area that's true we also got uh people for the, with the good brain meets the uh <laughs> the in, good brain meets in, the intellectuals yep we have a unique resource ritzy the, unique resource yep. called chatterjee university so as a quick note uh jesse and i completely misunderstood how chatterjee university works it's way more like they uh, run a version of the it department where you can put a whole bunch of counters on and then you remove them for the full effect, but only remove one counter. Yeah, so given that, maybe it's actually not bad. We're leaving the discussion in here, but yeah. Uh, oops, sorry. Ritzy, unique resource yep. called Chatterjee University. Yep, what's Chatterjee University? This thing, uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't understand it. <laughs> okay, let's, let's explain it, and maybe we can come to some kind yep. of conclusion. Install cost of one. It's unique, so we can't have more than one, because I guess there's only one Chatterjee University. Only I one. like how that rhymes, actually. Yeah. You can spend one click to place one power counter on Chatterjee University. Watch out, because Wayland can kind of give you more if they want. That's right, they're going to be scoring those helium threes and yep. just Here you go. funding that university for you. <laughs> and you can also spend another click. Install a program from your grip, lowering the install cost by one for each power counter on Chatterjee University. Remove one hosted power counter. Okay. Yep. So we have this strange battery we, we can dump clicks into yeah. to make things a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Uh, but you could have also just spent that click to take a credit. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of confused. At I am also confused. At what's happening here. I, I mean, it could very well be that there's just some other card that's going to be rolling out in Mumbad that lets you, like, add power counters like crazy. or add power counters to a resource or whatever. Because if it was just add power counters arbitrarily, it'd be that'd probably make Lady and the rest of those guys crazy. Way right? too good, But if yeah. you could put, like, power counters on a resource or, like, like um, like a virus breeding ground, but for power counters yeah. between resources, right? Where you can install it, like, let it just churn for a bit, move them all over this guy, and then just one click, you know, move seven counters off and install Garot for free or whatever. Right. Um. But the otherwise the spend a click to put a token, spend a click to remove all those tokens and install a thing. I don't. I got it. I don't. Like you, it keeps you safe from losing your money to closed accounts. You know. You know. I what, guess. You know. You know. You know what I think. It, you know what I think it is. I think it's social commentary. I'm like, well, you could have just got a good job. <laughs> not going to university for all this time. It would have been the same result. You, you, you didn't need to take on all that debt. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I mean, yeah. yeah aside, I mean, and it could also be that there are other cards that are rolling out that might be like, you know, if you have fewer credits in the corporation, cool shit happens. Gain three credits or whatever, right? Um, yeah. So there may be other synergies that just haven't been revealed yet, but just like with everything contained on this card and, and this our card quick look alone, at it. yes. So 
super confusing. In a vacuum, <laughs> it's kind of just miserable. Yeah. yeah. But that's fine. I mean, that's like, fine. often there are cards, it's like, initially by itself, it seems like, okay, well, I guess. Sure. I remember Not when. totally clear. Yeah, I remember when nobody liked Wizard, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then other things change. I think in this case, it's probably, there are other cards that are going to work like together a, it's with like, it. I, I guess. It's like future proofing. Yeah. Maybe there's going to be a way to have a bunch of clicks that you can you can't spend in regular ways so right. you can power but like, this. Yeah, if there's a thing where it's like you have two clicks per turn that you can only spend to use resource use on resources or something. That'd be that'd be that that could be really nice for this. Right? Doing, yeah, like maybe a weird hyperdriver thing. I don't right. know. But still. So this wasn't only a runner no. data pack. No 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 no. All kind all all the corporations have been investing heavily in the Indian subcontinent. Great. Starting with this fancy new car. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool it sure is it's new it's a sweet car um it is the advanced concept hopper oh great what is what does this do this weird concept this, vehicle this is, this is like a it, it, it's pretty advanced it's super advanced it's <laughs> got weird like vtol pads and looks like kind of like a bus and they got they got they got the classic we're not we're, we're not totally progressive we have the classic car babe showing off the car this is hb we're talking about these mm. people sell you know sexy robots that's true so it's probably a sexy robot they're showing off two things at once here that's right <laughs> so advanced concept hopper it's an agenda a research agenda that may be important further down the line it's a 4-2 so pretty typical you know yep. now that with you know, four twos, are, four twos are the most interesting agendas that you never use. Right. But this one's kind of cool. Yeah. The first time the runner initiates a run, each turn, you may draw one card or gain one credit. Yep. So, you should read the flavor text because it is my favorite. <laughs> okay, the flavor text reads, I don't want a hopper. I've never owned one. But every time I jack in, that same damn ad loads. Yep. <laughs> so it's not like it's not like you actually developed the car no. and you're selling it for good money. It's like, oh, you just you just have concept cars and you just vomit those ads Everywhere. in front of people, and then that that is what makes you money. You're just making ad revenue off of stupid ads for a concept car. <laughs> and that's and that's quoted by our unknown friend Two by Tiger. That's true. May show up further in the cycle. Who like knows? It. I like it. Yeah. So it's, we got HB. We got a cool kind of reverse Desperado thing. Yeah. Kind of as just like a thing you can score that will give you a little bit of flexibility in terms of either getting cards or money. Yeah. Because because actually pretty solid. Yeah. Because runners got to run. Yep. This is uh so so yeah. Or if they're mildly disincented to running. You're doing better. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so yeah. either way, it's fine. Cool. Um, it's kind of like a like a like a slightly less potent permanent paywall implementation, sort of. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, also, we got we got we got we, we got we, big ice. We got some big ice. Like yeah. I, I believe a lot of these are based off of like 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 Hindi gods. Or I something. think I think so. Yeah, I think a lot of these are Hindu gods. Um, this one. Vikram 1.0. Okay, this is, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a sentry, bioroid, a tracer, and a- AP. AP. And, well, and, and personal, everyone's yeah. favorite ice to whack so, the runner so, with. So Panchatantra, nothing to do with this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so like any bioroid, runner can spend one click to break any subroutine on Vikram 1.0. But he does have three bloody subroutines. Whew. And he's only six to res and five strength. Okay. So a lot of subs. A lot of costs. We're, at, we're well out of mimic range. Well out of mimic range. Yeah, David's there, but this is a bioroid. I don't know if you want to be doing too much of that. Yeah. Um, the first sub is the runner cannot use programs for the remainder of this run. Okay. Any program at all. Wow, okay. Including it's, imp. This is so a put super windigo. That's right. <laughs> um, but, sorry, put this in front of... San San City Grid. Yeah, let's do it. Just, yeah, there a, go. Just a classic Windigo play. The classic Nels um, play. Uh, <laughs> Windigo play. The second and third sub are both the same. And they are both a trace four Oof, and heavy. successful do one brain damage. Okay. So yeah, that's a beast. That is a, that Where, is a beast. Like a lot of the bioroids, right? If you're not running late in your turn, you can click through it. That first sub is not that bad. Yep. And you might be able to pay down those traces. But once this thing is rezzed, it is going to be super, super annoying for a long time. Time. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty and, and the value is pretty huge. Yeah. Six for five strength century. Yep, man. So, like it's not going to be that surprising. It's not going to be like nope. an archer where you spring it on the runner and they get wrecked. It's not gonna. It's probably not going to be that kind of thing. But it's the kind of thing where once it's res, they're just like, oh, it's like I assassin. Right? I don't know how to do exactly. It fills that same kind of space that assassin does, where it's like, 
it just shows up and you're just annoyed. Yeah. It's you're like, like, I can get through that once with a David, but then, oh, I'm going to blow my David counters and what do I see? Uh, another goddamn Adonis campaign. And, and actually just, oh, yeah, Adonis campaign clicks twice and Vikram is paid for. Yeah. He's selling the sexy robots. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Not, won't surprise the runner, but is mean and definitely, I think, could fit in some of the space, you know, where your Ichi 1.0s and stuff like that also live. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, in our next card, we have, um, so the runner's got consumer grade. Yep. That's the subtype that kind of mixes up the, yes. uh, mixes up the stuff here. So yep. what did the corp get that the kind corp, of mirrored that Yeah, the new corp wave? got alliance cards. Okay. So alliance cards are, they all have some kind of stipulation. Usually, I think everything that's been revealed so far exclusively is involves using cards from another faction. Okay. So it's basically, if you and I are in deep, if we're in cahoots, yep. then I'll be able to send some stuff over to you because I have on a, the sly. Got it, got it. So I'm if I'm, a, for example, using a lot of Jinteki cards, Yep. I'm in so deep with the Jinteki, I get a little bit more Jinteki. Exactly, for free. For free, okay. Yep. So in this case, the first alliance card is the Heritage Committee. So it is an operation, cost one, two influence, but then this is this is Jinteki, of course. This is, yes, because that's how deep we are. This is how deep we are. But for any of the other factions, this card costs zero influence if you have six or more non-alliance, so other Jinteki cards in your deck. Yeah. So initially reading that, I was really confused. But yes. Now I it, it makes way more sense if you think about it. Like, oh. Yeah, that Wayland, the, that that Wayland Jinteki merger. Yeah, it's doing so well for them. Exactly. We've sent we've sent some more action to them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so it's not six influence. It's actually six cards. Yeah. So that's important to note. Yep. Uh, but yeah, once you do that, you get this guy free. And what this guy does is you draw three cards, Ooh. and you can add one card from HQ to the top of R and D. Okay. Bit of which like- is. Kind of a weird anonymous tipish, like yeah. with a bit of setup. Yeah, what's, I mean, what what what's cool about this card is cards like mutate, right? Oh, that's true. That's right. true. We have well, maybe maybe that ABT you really want to get set up or something right. like that. Like I I don't know. Like those are the cards. I think, like, I think mutate was the first weird one that came to mind. Right. Because you're like, oh, the pup. Goodbye, pup. Hello, Janice, or whatever the hell you're building. Right, 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 right. That's interesting, yeah. It lets you know, for any abilities that fire, like, off the top of R&D, you know what they are. I mean, yep. the other thing is, is that you you kind of, you know, it lets you slow down, like, if you're if the runner is trying to R&D lock you. Yep. You can just be like, I'm just going to put a snare back on the top of R&D. You want to go check that, yeah. buddy? Or was it a snare? It's yeah. great. It's, it's, or it's if you're, cool. it just happens to be if your R&D is way more protected than your HQ, and you, you kind of ha- end up with too many agendas, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to put, I, you know, I, I had one, drew another from this, so I'm going to put one in my remote, put one back on R&D, because my R&D is locked down. Yep. HQ is kind of vulnerable. Whatever the, the stuff I cared about is out of HQ now, and I don't have to worry. Yeah, a little bit of a cool, flexible, tr- tricky shenanigans yeah. that you get for the bargain price of zero yep. if uh, you have a lot of red in yeah. your deck. Yes. But uh, as it should be noted, in Jinteki, they can heritage all day. Yeah, of course. They it's, it's, it's no problem. Yep. Um, they also got something else. What else did they get, Nels? They got the Mumbad City Grid. Ooh. So many grids. So many f- Everybody <laughs> loves them grids. They're like crazy. Yep. Wow. Um, like all the rest of the city grids, is a region. You can only have one region per server. Okay. It is threes up and down the board. Wow, yeah. <laughs> three yeah. res, three to trash, three influence. Whoa. And what it does is whenever the runner passes a piece of ice protecting this server, you may swap that ice with another piece of ice protecting this server. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) it ends up basically that you can just keep making the runner encounter the The same same piece piece of ice ice over and over again. So, it's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, you put down, say... Let's, let's, Let's do Archer Pup. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Archer pup, that weird setup. So initially you put the pup down to just like protect some econ asset, yeah, right? Like, so yeah. it was like protecting a launch campaign or whatever. And you're like, okay, well now I kind of want to score out of this. So you put down Archer, you put down the Mobot City Grid and a uh, Brain Trust or sure. Plotic Entanglement. Yeah. Runner hits the Archer. They go, wow, but I had a fairy. So you deal with it and you go, cool, I will res the Mobot City Grid. I'm just going to swap, swap it. that Archer and that pup. And they go, and you do this after the runner passes 
the ice. So so they don't get a chance to jack out and bail. No shenanigans. If, 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 if the through archer, they're like, are you going to keep going? Yes. They say, yes. You're like, bam, 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 bam. Exactly. Double archer. Yep. What? Where's your fairy now? <laughs> where's your fairy now? Where is your fairy now? Yeah. Yep. So it's, I mean, Jinteki has always had like always a few had cards stuff like that this. support the weird like ice manipulation thing. This, but, it's been okay. But I do, I do like the idea that this can turn that weird econ protected uh, of remote into an actual scoring remote in, yeah. a, in an interesting way. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That, that, I think that's why the uh, the influence is pretty high on this. Yeah, because it's pretty powerful. Um, a bit of setup, of course, but you know what, Jinteki shenanigans don't require don't that. Require that, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. I don't. You definitely want to have. You basically you need to set yourself up with ice that can leverage that well. But if you do that, it could actually be pretty cool. Yeah, kind of like that. I, I I I love the I love the the like double double whammy on the big ice if they get through it. And typically, you know, if you drew the, if you do the crappy porous ice early, that's all you got. Yeah, we can we can kind of set it up again. What what's what's bad is it kind of only works the once, right? Like you can't reswap unless he hits. Yeah, you basically yeah. You need to put another one on there. Then in our Archer Pub situation, you can get you, you get works, the one. You get the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so NBN got some stuff. Yeah, they did. Uh, NBN got Caligota Real TV. Not fake TV. No, this is real TV. This is real TV. The realist. Yeah, it's a it's an asset. It's a cast. Res Zero Trash Four. We like that. Yes. Influence One. Like that. When your turn begins, you may look at the top of the runner's stack. Trash. The runner trashes the top card off his or her deck. Now this, yep. now this. So you see something you hate, you're like, go away. Or you see something you're like, meh, you just, sure, draw into that garbage. I yeah. don't care. Now, um, I've been, as you know, I've been trying really hard to make my Grindle deck work. Right. Um, right. It's going to work. Just give it time. I believe. Um, so what, what, what I typically do in my Grindle deck is I set up underway renovation and I just sure, like, burn burn yes you're gonna burn their entire runner's deck tonight. right i think this card works really really well in that deck yeah to because like it's it, it it's it's accelerating that um it's it's gonna be free once it's rezzed it's it's a free extra trash which yep. is which is cool um it's it, it's kind of neat it's four trash and that's in the pad campaign of do i trash this do i not trash it do yeah I, like it's and plus you can pop it whenever you want yep so it's kind of a cool card um i'm trying to think of the flavor of this um I guess real TV is like an expose. Like it's kind of like NBN's finding out stuff. So they actually, oh, we, we, we got to hide that. I'm, they, they sound my desperado, so it needs to go away. Right. <laughs> that's, that, that's some kind of gathering. Sure, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so NBN's just a slimy worldwide. Oh, yeah. No yeah, question. No problem. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like this next piece of ice. Cool. What's this? This is Interrupt Zero. Um, <laughs> back, the short version is as a technical programming thing, you could have interrupts with certain priorities. Okay. Interrupt zero being the highest priority of interrupts. So this thing will be, be taken. Well, this will be executed before any other type of interrupt. Oh, okay. Um, what it is, it's, it's a four strength code gate, only two to res. Ooh, mm, that's nice. That is nice. Uh, but you have two subroutines. Those subroutines are exactly the same for the remainder of this run. The runner must pay one credit as an additional cost each time he or she uses an icebreaker to break at least one subroutine. Okay. So, unless somehow you could break one of these but not the other. Right. For any other ice you encounter, every single time you use your icebreaker per sub, it costs two extra credits. Yeah. So that's three creds to break a wraparound. Yeah. Wow. Six credits to break... It, an enigma. Let's even talk about if you're running Faust. Sorry, you still gotta pay. Yep, you still gotta pay. Let's pay some money. Cards and bucks now. Uh, yeah, E3 implants don't really matter anymore. Yep. Well, yeah. you, no, you would. You could circumvent it because oh, it, circumvent with that's... E3s. You're not using. You're, right, you're using. E3. You still have to pay the well on the first one. Yeah, but you at least get a discount on the future ones. Right. Um, cool. Pretty decent yeah, uh, little sting. It, it's positional, but it is taxing, and it it it, it occupies kind of that same role that um, Midway Station Grid does, right? Well, Midway Station does the same thing with this, but it's an upgrade. That's right. If you can put both of those together, oh, good lord! What I what I like about this card, we got the one influence, and we can put it in front of our friends, the Bioroids. Yep. So your little click through, nope, you're still yeah, gonna cl- cl- it. click and pay, or like click pay two, yeah. click pay two. You want to keep doing that all day? Yep. Gross. <laughs> Cool um, stuff. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that like actually could support a pretty taxing 
ice strategy out of NBN without too much trouble. Yeah. Because like a four strength code gate with two subs is pretty annoying to break. I mean, maybe, you know, you date or sucker at once and yog or whatever. Yep. Yog's more expensive now anyway. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's positional, but as a taxing piece of ice, actually kind of mean. Yeah. And I, and I actually, I, I, I dig the art. We got the two little ticks like stopping the little yeah. flow. Yeah, it's good. It's very cool. Uh oh! I think we have something you're gonna like, Jesse. Oh, do we? Yeah. This is okay. This is also going in my grindle deck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I know. So, so this is a new Wayland card called Dedication Ceremony Operation. Cost one. I'm. I, it should have been a transaction, but I know it's not a transaction. I just wanted to be a little bit yeah. more. Well, anyways, cost one. Influence three. Place three advanced to- advancement tokens on a face up card. You cannot score that card until your next turn begins never cut the ribbon until you have something to show off fair and enough we have a uh Ida shah the vp of global expansion which we may be seeing in the future could be cycle so this is cool because um all of our public uh agendas yep are face up yep and we can get to that oh so cool sweet spot sweet spot way faster yep with one yep uh we can also put this uh as a quick fix on a fire out uh, a firewall Yep, so that's the other thing. You can slam this on any any res dice, which is cool. You could also put it on non-public agendas that have been made face up with casting call. Sure. Which is cool. I like. Like, There might be some Argus niceness in here. Yeah, I I, I like the casting call government takeover. (laughs) Right. And then you basically... Have they have one more turn or else you yep. kind of score it? Yeah, I kind of kind of dig that crazy play. Um, this, of course, if you dump it on the renovations, the 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 Oak Towns renovations, yep. you get there faster. Uh, un- underway renovation, yep. you get to the the hard burn point way yep. faster. Um, it's uh, it's 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 cool. Uh, I th- I think people were saying like, well, does this make the 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 woodcutters and the tyrants a little bit better? Maybe on petit pas, tiny tiny bit. Still, probably not. It's that not, good. not the rails. I like, but but I do I do dig the card. I yeah, it's cool. And the other, it's like you often think, okay, uh, you know, it, it advancement tokens on a face up card. That's agendas or ice, right? You can also use it on any of your advanceable assets. And since they aren't ever scored. You can do all kinds of cool stuff with them. Contract killer, right? You yeah. know, the, your opponent's got like Caddy Jones with 15 credits on it. You're like, contract killer, dedication ceremony. Boom. Bye, yep. Caddy. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You can get a, you can get a Ronin jacked up and ready to go. Yeah, it's already on the table. Because scoring the card is only in reference to agendas. agendas. So yep. we can do the cool, the, the, the Ronin. Yeah. Right? We can do... We, we, we can Grendel do. Refinery. Yep. Yeah. Grendel, Grendel Refinery. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You could double this. And then click and try. Jeez, that's yeah. cool. That's reverse cool. accounts. Yep. Suck twelve credits off the runner. <laughs> just install, juice it, and oh, cool. Yeah, very cool. I like. The, I like. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 cool. It's Wayland. They they kind of celebrate how 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 economically they're smashing through everything. Yep. It's, it's a it's it's a cool card. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a couple neutral cards as well. Yep. Both Alliance, actually, oh, which cool. is interesting. Yeah. What's the first one? First one is the Mumba, the, the Mumba Temple. It's an Alliance asset. It's a facility. Res 1, Trash 3, Influence 2. The card, this card costs zero influence if you have 15 or fewer ice in your deck. Mm-hmm. And it's got two recurring credits. Use these credits to res cards. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. 15 or fewer ice. I like I, it. That's kind of a cool flavor too, right? Like it's like, uh, you know, well, 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 we're more into like the, 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 the religious aspect. So we, we don't need, we, we're going off of faith. Right. So, so we have, <laughs> so, 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 we have, so we have some recurring places. So we have some recurring credits to, to res cards. We, yeah. That's like ice. That's like assets. Yep. It's like a, it's like a weird halfway point between the root and Jatecki's dedicated servers. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it looks it, like, it looks like you need to protect it. Some, some, you need to protect it somehow. Somehow, Like, you either need to protect it with your own ice, which is perhaps a little bit tricky because, you know, it's, you have to have less than 15 ice, or you'd slap us in industrial genomics. Yeah. And then just by virtue of your... Your trash cost. Your trash cost, this thing is like, once this thing is up to like five or six... Yeah, and this thing's also missing something that's very important, and that is the unique pip... So yes. we can have a bunch of Mumba temples yep. hanging out, basically giving you like a super root. Yep, just getting better and better. Yep, 
Yeah, so that is actually pretty darn, pretty darn cool. And especially for all you people that like running less ice. Yeah. You know? And 15 isn't like that F- low. 15's actually 15's pretty decent. decent. A lot yeah. of, a lot of, uh, I find a lot of the stronger players that know their decks really well typically run like 15-ish, 16-ish ice. Yeah. Because they're going to be in a position where like, I know where this should go. I know what I should be digging for and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So this, this might be a cool little, uh, little uh, card. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and then finally, last bit of alliance, yep. fancy alliance this time, is the Museum of History. Okay. Um, it is Ritzy, Res 1, Trash 3. By itself, it's two influence, but it costs zero influence if you have 50 <laughs> or more cards in your deck. Wow. So maybe also, once again, nice it, for industrial the genomics. genomics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when your turn begins, you may shuffle one card from archives into... R&D. Huh. So that's... It's kind of like this the, the, the ability of a Hades shard. Built into an asset? Built into an asset. Okay. Yeah. Can, and uh, again, we, that means we're going to be running the, the um, 22 agenda points? Yes. Yeah, because we're going 50 cards. Yep. End up. Yep. So that's interesting. I mean, it... I guess between that and just having a bigger deck, you're guaranteed to have your games go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of thinking if you want to do both the Mumba Temple and this, and so you have very few ice for a very ton of cards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, may, yeah, maybe it's like crazy blue sun setup where you've got, you know, government takeover and vanity project or whatever, and you're just like putting the putting your agenda when your agendas finally show up you just take them Trash put them, them in the archives slide, slide them back in. into the bottom of R&D and just wait until you've got the punitives and a bunch of money and you're like alright come get it now. yeah I guess I guess there's some, some, some weirdness I do like that the card basically says like hey try something new yeah right like none of this 49 card BS like nope. let's 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 try something interesting yeah here. get get thick yeah but so, so I think that's kind of cool it's kind of weird yeah um, yeah so so all, all pretty, pretty cool, pretty, pretty cool pack. I like that a lot, a lot, a lot. Some some new mechanics made their way. Like like we were kind of alliance hoping. and consumer grade stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and I like the flavor of of of, of both. Mm-hmm. Both are, are are very interesting. So yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be cool to see exactly where this stuff happens. I will give it my best. Throw that professor, Professor Cookie Monster. <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it. He's chomping. Can't get enough. <laughs> More like for me. Um. <laughs> Yeah, a double of the, of the weird dog thing on a leprechaun. That's right. That's right? the that's the plan. That's the, that's the dream. Uh, <laughs> that's the dream. What a good dream it is. He wants the dream. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. Otherwise, well, it's about it. Yeah. We're great. Um. So do we? Do we get any mail? Do we get any? any... We did. We, we did. did get mail. Our buddy Sean Duncan, who hmm. also uh, was very very kind, and if folks are curious about this, he posted these on the Netrunner. Uh, subreddit as well. Yeah, and he's been making these um, laser cut tokens. Yeah, yeah. And he sent a few to us. He did. And they are so bloody cool. I don't. I, I don't even use the agenda, but it's yeah. amazing. They're so awesome. They're great. Yeah. So thanks again. But yeah. what he says is, what decks do you think are going to not just survive the most wanted list, but thrive? I found NEH Fast Advance is better than ever. Fewer clone ships means fewer clots, means fewer CVSs, means more other stuff that I can slot instead. All five of the most wanted lists were in my pre-most wanted NEH list, and now only two are. And it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of shocked by that. Um, so am I. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that's really cool, though. Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing that, like, it, I don't think it's strict. The, the big the big change it feels like that most wanted the most wanted list made to um, fast advanced decks is you kn- if you see them you know they're a fast advanced deck yeah like that was part of the big challenge before right because if you're going up against NEH you need to go fast but if they've got like midseason replacements and three scorches three traffic accidents then you're in a sad place because you're like ah, I gotta go gotta gotta keep up I'm gonna keep running through that pop up window I don't care how much money you have until you put down real ice and then the corporation has like you know 19 credits you have two yep. you finally steal agenda they just go uh, you have 17 tags <laughs> and I'm just gonna draw until I get my kill cards and blow you up yep um, so I think that's the big thing is that like you if you see a fast advanced deck you know it's a fast advanced deck right um, which I think lets you change your play a little bit. 
Um, but yeah, it'll definitely, it'll be interesting to see kind of where things land. I don't know what else, what else is, is especially well positioned. I, I actually think probably if, if it gets tamped down a little bit, um, next ice decks are going to be really nice. Sure. Cause they're great. Except when they get chewed up by parasites. Oh, yeah. Then you're sad. It hurts. Um, I mean, I don't think the number of parasites is going to go away. But no. how many people have them or how frequently you see them freaking keep coming back yeah. with clone chips, that might chill out a bit. Yeah. And like uh, in, in turning stuff back is going to be pretty powerful now because, oh, we finally got through and dumped my parasite all over your deck. Yeah. Okay, well, it's going to be coming back, and it's going to be a little bit harder for you to get that parasite back, especially if you're we're doing parasite clone chip all day long, like, yeah. we, like we used to do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to, to kind of see how everything How, how about out. runner side? Um, mm. I, I think, like, the, the, the hit on Desperado. Desperado was such a safe place for runners to, yeah. to be. It was splashed everywhere, actually. It was it was in a lot of different decks. Yeah. Um, And now... It'll probably still be the criminal go-to. It probably still will be, yeah. I think the one influence isn't going to be t- enough to really yeah. deter a lot of criminals. So I think criminals still going to do okay. Yeah. Uh, um, it'll... We're, 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 sorry, we're also going to be seeing less NAPD. Yep. Right? Uh, yep. You, t- typically, you think we'd be seeing less NAPD. Yeah. Which might give runners who run a little more econ light, like not to not be quite so, so behind... Um, when it's like, I can't even steal that agenda that I keep pulling out of your HQ. God damn it. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly which which runners are going to be especially well positioned after kind of the most wanted list stuff really shakes out. Yeah, especially because a lot of the really, like, really, really strong red was kind of like a regular rig classic three clone chip, three parasite. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and and then that got hit by the influence. Like that right there, you're looking at like, geez, like nine, 10, 11, 12, like twelve influence. All oh, yeah. influence is basically that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, three, six, nine, three. That's eighteen, right? You can't have three parasites and three clone chips in Anarch. Oh no, no, you just need one. You just need so, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, like yeah, that's twelve or your fifteen. Pretty nuts. Pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm not totally sure exactly how things will land, especially on the runner side. Yeah, but I do like hearing uh his his experience with like, hey. Uh, I still works, right? Like yep. it's not like it's like oh nothing will work. It'll the deck will fall apart. The card's still good, people. Yeah. And well, I think the thing is that it it kind of I think demonstrated to people, and this was the hope that you don't need to just always play the same four or five cards, right? There's plenty of other stuff that's like not quite as good, but also just fine. Yeah, sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see kind of what other discoveries folks make in there. But yeah, if 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 anybody else has any thoughts on which like. Previously, decks that were like either either good or perhaps like maybe not quite as common that are gonna that like because of the most wanted changes are really gonna be like the new the new hotness. If folks have any thoughts about that? We would definitely love to uh, love to hear them. Yeah, I know that my decks didn't get touched because I don't play with good cards. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't play with boring cards. I guess that's true. I was always looking. I was looking at it, listen like, oh no, and I'm like, man, I'm I've been playing that runner all wrong because yep. now I lose lost my chance to play with all these great. cards. Yep, <laughs> but, but but thanks a lot for that sending it in, and the and, the, and those tokens are great. Yes. I haven't, oh, they're so cool. We haven't scored three Astros to show them off. That's right. But and, and even said it's a very cool Terminal Seven. Yeah, uh, little little sex, s- symbol. Hexagon. Hexagon. It's got Jesse. six. It's got six sides. It's hexes. It's called a sexagon. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it might be. It it sounds like a place where you go to compete in sexual activity. <laughs> but it, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. That's eh, probably right. Okay. No. Um, but yeah. One more quick note for something we forgot to mention. On Saturday, February 13th, Jesse and I are helping Strategies, a game store here in Vancouver, uh, run their store championship. They wanted to, they, you know, they're all set up to run the event, but they were a little bit short on manpower, so they asked if we wanted to help out, and we said, of course we do. Um, so if folks are interested, I will post a sign-up link in the show notes, but it's going to be 11 a.m. on Saturday, February 13th here in Vancouver. So if folks are free, they should come on by. Um, but yeah, thank you very much as always for listening. If you have any thoughts, feedbacks, whatever for us, just feel free to hit us up at idle thumb at terminal seven at idlethumbs.net or on Twitter at term seven. Oh, and uh, <laughs> the thing I've been doing in my daily life 
for the last like two and a half years. It's finally come to an end. Um, uh, this game I've been making for a very long time called Firewatch. Yep, uh, is is a video game that really has nothing in common with Netrunner. It's built all. by a guy that loves it. There you go. That's pretty cool, right, guys? Oh, uh, that's about it. Um, but it, it's 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 like a first person narrative exploration type game where you play this dude named Henry who takes a job as a fire lookout in the late 80s in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. Period piece like it? Yeah. Um, and, you know, your, your job is to just ostensibly sit up in this tower, in this fire lookout tower, and just spend the entire summer, like, peeping out the windows looking for smoke. Bit and of seclusion? Bit of seclusion? Bit of loneliness? Yep. Yeah, okay. The only person around is your supervisor, who's, like, at the other end of your of your handheld radio. But, of course, actually simulating the job of being a fire lookout would be... Very, very, very boring. It'd be a pretty easy game to make, though. Yeah. <laughs> Look out windows. Wait nine million hours. Um, so, of course, you get out into the woods. You start to do this job, but then some kind of unusual things happen. That means you, you got to come down out of your tower and explore the, the wilderness around your tower, figure out just what the hell is going on and all that stuff. Um, so folks are into, like, first-person narrative exploration-y things. You know, you're... You're gone homes and everybody's gone to the rapture. Right. Even even like your you know, system shocks or bioshocks just without the blasting of terrible mutants. Um, if folks are into that. And 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 I uh, you, you gotta mention some 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 stellar work by uh, Mr. Ollie Moss. Yes, Ollie Moss and our environment artist Jane Ng both. And our animator James Benson. They like, all brought we it. have this art friggin' powerhouse team. Yeah. Um Those guys. I, I've I have nothing to do with that part of the game, <laughs> so I don't feel like I'm puffing it up when I say that uh, it is it looks very, very, very nice. Yeah, they have the effect of I wake up in the morning and just want to chop my hands off. It's very different. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if folks are were curious or interested in about that, that's uh, it comes out on February 9th on cool. both Steam and PS4, and you can just get way more information at firewatchgame.com. Uh, of course, I will not be in this number for that much longer. Viking Squad's coming soon too, right? Well, it's gotta be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're, we're, working, we're working hard on Viking Squad, and um, well, we'll give a blur, but yeah, so you can check out my game, which is a uh, lane-based brawler, little scrappy game built by a super small team out of Vancouver. I, I'm the sole artist on the game, and we actually do a lot of live streaming. Yeah, and we're actually going to be uh, featured on the front page a little uh, next week. Oh, sweet for creative because I draw and talk at the same time. There we go. So yeah, Jesse. Yeah, if you are ever wondering what Jesse, you can literally see what Jesse does <laughs> during his days. Um, Wednesdays, right? Wednesday yeah. afternoon at. Four? 4 p.m. PST yeah. to 6 p.m. Yeah. I'm, I draw and um, our crew's there. Uh, the sound guys hop in and answer questions and stuff. And we have a great time. Uh, I, I I draw stuff and it's 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 great and it's a lot of fun. And we've been having a really, really good time doing it. And yeah, so that's what me and Nels do aside from uh, this, this this wonderful podcast, which has been really a really, really great experience. You know, Quite. I actually don't think I say that enough of how much I've enjoyed doing this doing yeah. the podcast thing. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um so yeah, but anyway, day job plug yep. completed. Come on, we, we we needed we needed like one. I'm pretty sure that's we've true. done about like 40 episodes without mentioning what we actually. Yeah, do. I think we did it once when we intro, and that's about it. But given <laughs> that I've been, we've both been making these games for about the last two ish years. Yeah. I think it's fine, and there'll be there'll be one more proper plug when Viking Squad is actually like sure. coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so thanks again to our buddy Mr. Joey Goddard, part yep. of Power Up Audio. Boom, aptly um, named. Those guys are crushing oh yes, it. It's it's swollen with power yeah um that thank you very much for helping us engineer this episode and thank you as you folks may have noticed there's a slightly different intro this time yep the the tone has a bit more of a of a bollywood bhangra thematically appropriate flavor um and that remix re-inspiration whatever you want to call it was done by listener mr wesley slover okay so thank you very much for letting him for for t- t- spending your time and expertise to do a cool thing for our goofy podcast <laughs> <laughs> so if folks want to check out wesley's stuff they can check it out at sonosanctus.com that's s-o-n-o sanctus.com
Maybe it'll be the crazy new music.